0: back driven women unfiltered (laughs) we've been laughing a lot um we're doing something a little bit different this time so we've been getting some incredible questions from our listeners and uh so we're just gonna we're gonna go we got the top 10 right now that we're going to give two minutes to each question and we're gonna roll with it and just see how it goes and, and I'm about to kick it off. I mean we're getting right into this. This is this came up pretty fast. So <laughs> hold on, let me get my timer going here. You tell me when we're ready. Alright, I'm gonna get like a five-second warning. Are you scared? Are you pumped? What's what are you feeling?
1: Yeah, I mean you're you're holding the pen this time. Usually I'm the one with the questions. So <laughs> Alright. Got five seconds. Here we go. Ready? Ready.
0: And five, four, three, two. As female leaders, do you ever find yourself in a vulnerable space? Where do you feel the most exposed? Right here on this fucking (laughs) couch. Are you kidding me? Is that, that's your final answer? Yeah,
1: I mean, listen, vulnerable and exposed, I mean, those are two, like, pretty, pretty big words. I mean, for me, I mean definitely not in a professional setting do I feel the most vulnerable or exposed I would say that for me this like when you're just kind of like being super open and putting it out there and you're being fucking recorded for everyone to watch like
0: literally saying something that you can't take back yeah that's what I feel I mean I get I get the questions about
1: leadership and everything and I respect that but I don't think that 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 is really kind of like playing a playing much of a role here but I guess it does if I'm worried about who's gonna see it right and and yeah
0: so I guess that's it for me I was going the complete opposite okay please tell me I was gonna say I think we feel the most vulnerable and exposed when we're naked oh I didn't know we were I thought we were like going like it's whatever comes to mind I guess I mean there was this was the question so I don't know which way they were going with it but um also this might sound really weird but You my, always talk so fast when we do the, the timer. I know, so, because so I feel, feel like yourself. I'm being you got 43 seconds. Oh, fine. Okay, so I actually feel very exposed in the grocery store. <laughs> when I'm pushing a cart and people look inside my cart, I feel like it's a very vulnerable thing. What the fuck thing. do you have in there? Well, I think I'm a, a psychopath, and I feel like I can't make my mind up. Like, do I want to eat healthy? Because I do all of these, like, super organic blah, 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 but then I throw in, like, half gallons of ice cream and like donuts and stuff you know what I mean like, I just feel like people are very Robbie judgy <laughs> I feel like people are very judgy when it comes to like your grocery shopping okay good next uh oh okay uh I met a guy at work and there's obviously sexual chemistry Round two. do I take a risk and go for it or play it safe with keeping it professional oh shit I mean, <laughs> if you want my professional legal advice, I
1: would say read your HR handbook first. Uh, you might be actually prohibited from having relationships at work. Some people are. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say what I would probably say about uh, a lot of those kinds of scenarios, which is don't shit where you eat. Um, but. Listen, I know it's hard to find love and it's hard to find somebody. So if you really are feeling a connection with somebody, like I wouldn't want them to to cut themselves short of that opportunity just because they're worried about, you know, could it get awkward? Could it get uncomfortable? Whatever. But as long as I think you're like not going to lose your job over Mm -hmm. something, then um, definitely form a friendship first, kind of feel the situation out.
0: But I'm not opposed to it. I am like – this so complete opposite where I'm like the hopeless romantic and I'm like oh my god so I have so many questions about this question we don't get to ask follow up questions okay but this is a weird fact that I know so 22% of marriages happened at the workplace so like people met at the workplace and 22% of them got married but I also know how many of those were affairs this is actually really (laughs) weird I actually know this information 85% of affairs outside of a marriage have happened in the workplace yeah which I mean, is very scary it's scary and it's, so what I would say I wasn't is, bringing the affair into no this, no but, but this okay. is a fact but what I would say is if he's single I think no risk no reward and I've watched Suits and there's a lot that happens in the copy rooms. a 10
1: second warning it's a 10 second warning
0: oh, yeah so again, I think no risk, no reward. But like, if you don't jump into something and try it out, you never know. Round three. <laughs> All right. Next question. Next question. Do you both listen to podcasts? If so, which ones? Oh, good. That's a good question. Go.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're going to have the better answer. I feel like I used to listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, like, years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I still love him. um, But I think, for me, like, during the workday, I play a lot of music. I watch a lot of ESPN. Um, I don't really listen to that many podcasts anymore. I would say I probably listen to a a bit for um, network marketing, kind of like how to, you know, work through that process and how to, like, promote yourself and all that. Um, But – I don't really listen to many, so I'm probably you know not really going to be the best person to to ask. But
0: I'm pretty much bipolar when it comes to podcasts. <sighs> That's so. like
1: my music selection. Bi- bipolar.
0: <laughs> I uh, I love like super inspirational, motivational ones, like a Jay Shetty or a David Goggins or fucking uh, Goggins. Jo-
1: I literally hear him. Joe Rogan right now. too.
0: I love too. I love call her daddy. I think she's like ratchet. She's so fun, but. Uh, the Basement Yard I started listening to. I've never heard of that one, okay, so, so hook me up. It's, it started, my daughter actually brought it to my attention because it's on TikTok. And these two guys, they must have been friends growing up and they know like all of the intimate details of themselves. And they laugh so much. Like the way that they talk to each other, it's really just pure entertainment. Okay. So like it depends on which personality I'm hitting at the time because I want to if I need something motivational then I'll go here if I need something that's just gonna make me laugh I go here so I think there's so many options that it's amazing for any listener right you can just go on and and pick and choose whichever one you want are you double lashed today no just one they're they're actually smaller
1: I was gonna say they're
0: smaller. Maybe That's you know what the difference why. is. I
1: told you. I knew there was something. Yeah, different.
0: yeah. No, I have short ones on today. Yeah, I like them better. You do. Yeah. Round four. Oh, All right. Oh, okay. Go. Hit me. Um. Do you believe in ongoing? Do you believe in ongoing education? Where do you self-educate? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'll say this. Um. I loved.
1: Edu- I loved like school, grad school. I would be a professional student like mm-hmm. if forever if I could. Um, I mean, yeah. Listen, I have to take like CLE stuff for being Same. an attorney and everything, but like that's just like you. You gotta you gotta get the credits. You just take it. Um, I definitely love reading like some personal development, um, personal growth books. Um, I actually a couple years ago. This is, this is a quick, funny story. I took a class at Ocean County College. Okay just for fun like audited to like write because you know like I love to read I want to mm-hmm. like write a book and everything and um I uh my first day of the class like one of the women who was like 90 years old she was like oh, oh she, I wrote I wrote like an essay on like my first orgasm and I was like
0: okay I think oh I need to get out God. of <laughs> I would love her
1: <laughs> but anyway no I um that, that's really all that I'm that I'm doing like I just like to read the books and
0: uh, I probably should look at some more stuff but that's it uh, this is like right in my wheelhouse because I love to do this type of thing so I'm actually going to Atlanta next week no in two weeks I'm going to Atlanta for the day mm-hmm. um, to join a group of entrepreneurs so oh, cool like a retreat kind of it's a it's a monthly meeting that they have but it's meeting with entrepreneurs from all over the country and learning and developing and just kind of being around like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've, I've gone to, uh, UNC. I've done some women's leadership summits. And like, I always, I feel like I would want to do that. Yeah. Sharpen your tools. Like it's really important. Okay. Next one. If you had 10 times your current salary, what would you do differently? (laughs)
1: <laughs> i could never first let me just say i could never not work i could hit the fucking like billion whatever dollar jackpot lottery and i would not not work um i think i would still do like what i'm doing okay probably until i was like fuck <laughs> i'm not doing this anymore i always say if i had a bazillion dollars i would like open up a dog rest like a oh, sanctuary Oh yeah you would you know and yeah, so, it's like a that. big piece of land and like all the pit bulls and um take care of them all and clear out the shelters kind of thing um and obviously you know like we love charity work we love like the philanthropic piece um so i would probably still do some volunteer work and spend my time that way but um yeah that and i would fucking see every country in the world but yeah
0: that's yeah the travel piece is I guess definitely it's really bad.
1: not a bad not a bad uh
0: answer but that's what i got those are all great answers. Oh yeah. I, honestly, I, I, the travel piece. Agreed. I would do the same thing. Uh, I would buy more real estate, but the reason I would want it is to help the women that are leaving domestic violence yeah. relationships. So I can help house people right. that need that. That I would love to do that. Oh yeah. My God, that'd be amazing. Um. What else? Uh, the charity piece, the real estate piece, uh, oh my gosh, this is a really hard question. I would pretty much do everything exactly the same because money doesn't buy happiness, but it does help the world. Yeah. So I think that there's, there's probably more things I could do to like support our community and and things like that. Oh yeah.
1: And listen, you and I could probably, if we actually had the time to like sit and think about it, we could. Yeah. a million
0: things we would do. Great question. Okay. So you mentioned in a podcast, uh, mom guilt briefly as a mom with a small toddler going through this transition of work and momming. How do you balance everything emotionally with wanting to pursue new opportunities with your own identity and being present at home? Yeah. I mean, that's a you question. Yeah. Okay. So we have talked about this. The mom guilt thing is so, so real on so many levels. But you could feel it with your dog, too. Like, you feel guilty when you go away on trips. Yeah. And, and I'm grateful
1: that I work from home, that I can still have yeah. a life on nights and weekends, and I don't feel bad because I've been with him literally all day, every day. But. I was going to say,
0: I just went to L.A. for a few days, and when I came home, I feel like he's punishing me oh, because yeah. he's so depressed that I, I wasn't home. And I'm like, can't even look at him with his sad little eyes. But um, the mom guilt is, is real because you feel selfish and I'm not a therapist or or qualified to to talk about like doctor things. But what I would say is we all go through this of having a small baby and we wanna go back to work and we wanna pursue different career paths and we wanna do amazing things. And then we look at our sweet little baby like, oh my God, I need to mom. But what I would say in that whole scape would be, you need to fill your cup first. And you need to feel fulfilled and be your best self for your kids. Mm. So, you know, me pursuing different goals or or hitting, you know, it makes you better. You, it makes me a happier person, which then makes me a better mom. Right. So, I'm not taking away from her. I'm actually giving her giving her something. And yeah, give her
1: the encouragement. What to I do would it. say,
0: the best thing I could say right now is. Kids are they they Round moments ten. are caught, not taught. So they're watching you I like and that. they're catching you, but you don't necessarily have to teach them. Okay, next. Okay. How do you handle changing long term friendships as you personally evolve? Ooh, I so feel this.
1: I'm gonna flip this question on you. Okay. How do you feel about so, wait? How do you feel about managing our friendship
0: Oh, running this group together? I would say it's challenging because it's just like when you're a couple and you're working together, right? (laughs) Because you're like trying to give to the relationship, but then you have priorities, right? So I actually looked at this question differently. Because I'm looking at, like, 30-year relationships. Yeah, absolutely. But I would say it's fucking hard. Yeah. You know, because you want to give to the relationship, but you you have to get things done. Yeah. But what I would say is, if both parties are committed to making a relationship work it's just like a romantic relationship absolutely you can either continue to give to it or you can separate yourself from it right and i've gone through situations in my life where i had friends for 30 years and i was the odd man out because i was career driven Mm -hmm. because i had to be right right And they were stay-at-home moms where they had a breadwinner at home. So it was a very different thing. Dynamic, yeah. And that was okay. I was accepting of that, but I don't believe they were accepting of me. Right. And so the dynamic changed, and then our friendship changed. It's hard to recover
1: sometimes.
0: And it's just like a romantic relationship. You either want it to work. Push-pull, like that whole dynamic, Yeah, it's tough. It's very hard. It's, It's a really fucking great question. Um... You get five minutes in a room with one celebrity. Oh. Who is it and why? Oh my God, this is, I'm so bad off the cuff
1: with questions like this. I'm gonna make you answer this one first while I think about it.
0: Okay, so listen, if I went with my gut, I would think how this would romantically affect me, but I'm not gonna be selfish in this case. I would love to sit in a room with somebody super interesting. Uh, that has been very successful in business. So I would say like a Jeff Bezos, or mm, I would say brain. I would say a Kanye West, and I know creative that sounds cra- yeah. yes, because they've learned how to take something super creative in their thought process of like this would satisfy a need, and then they turned it into a brand, which then was able to satisfy that need. And Kanye's done some like really interesting things, and I know that. This could be, like, super controversial. But uh, he made things really exclusive. And I think there's something to be said for that. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, Jeff Bezos has made it available to everyone. Everyone. And has made this this opportunity for us to, like, okay, hey, I need this. And in five hours, it will be delivered to my door. Right. (laughs) It's insane. Right. If you could learn, right, what did she say, Uh, five minutes? If I could pick his brain for five minutes that could make me X amount of money or make me a better business person. I mean,
1: I don't even know. I mean... But my gut's at Jason Momoa, I'm just saying. Yeah, see, that's the thing. <laughs> there's obviously, like... So this, this timer actually shuts off when I, like, do anything to my phone, so let me get back to it. But, um, no, there's definitely, like, something to be said about, like, the first thing you want is, like, somebody that you're, like, fangirling over, right? But, like, the value is definitely going to be had with somebody that could give you, like, the information that you're looking for, Right, right. right. So, I mean... I don't even know specifically who I would pick. It would have to be somebody that, like you're saying, is, like, in, like, the, for me, like, in, like, the personal development space or, like, can give me some kind of feedback on to, like, how to you know, nice. kind of, like, harness a passion into into something. Because yeah. um, you and I have this conversation all the time. I'm going to take five seconds out of the next question where we talk about all these things that we love and all these things that we do. And it's, like, how do you, how do you monetize certain things, you know? So, like, I think that I would kind of, like, try to go that route with somebody and get as much information as I could from
0: them about that. Conor McGregor turned himself into this incredible brand. Oh, yeah. Brand. Forget it. Whiskey, like, everything. everything. He's such a good businessman. He is such a good businessman. That's actually
1: a good, yeah, I don't know if I could tolerate him for five minutes, though.
0: I'd, I'd be ready to fucking. He's very smart, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, what tool or resource do you always use regardless of project? I mean, for me,
1: tool my biggest tool and resource is my fucking paper planner, honestly. I don't even have, like, there's not something that I use, like, r- consistently every day with whatever I'm doing. I mean, obviously, there's stuff I have through work, right? But for me, like, I just live and die by my planner and, like, time blocking, to-do lists, like, all that stuff. That's so, like, 40 years ago, but, like, that's just, that that keeps me in line.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's dependent on how you look at this question because yeah, I don't have
1: it like what's a tool like what what is, a what?
0: tool or resource? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking like depending on your business, but I mean, our iPhone is a tool and resource yeah, that we use every I, day, right? Um, yeah, I mean, your your car, I mean, there's so many different things. I would, I actually, for me, is very probably unique, but uh. Creative tools online, like apps and stuff, I use them every day, regardless of what mm. I'm working on. So, like, I don't know, uh, like a Canva, right? Like some kind of app. Yeah, like I'll use that every day. To Instagram on everything is a tool. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, social media. That's a good one too. Okay. Round ten. Oh, this is the last. Oh one. my God, we made it. Okay. Ooh, how do you handle a woman that may not have the best intentions for you? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that,
1: that, that could go, uh, a multitude of ways. I mean, I think for me, um, I am a very passive person. I like to say that I am silence or violence. Like uh, there's no in between, like, you're just, I'm just going to let it roll off my back until we got a major fucking problem. Yeah. So like, I, I'd say the best way that I handle it is I don't handle it at all until, until it has to be addressed. Um, So, you know.
0: Yeah, this is... I I have no idea where they were coming from with this, but what I would say But I also don't
1: have a lot of conflict, so let me just say that. Yeah. Like, I really don't ever have conflicts like that.
0: So, I'm very passive, too, when it's about myself. So, if, like... Right. So, if, like, somebody has something negative to say or they're coming for me or whatever, I'm, like, super chill. Like, Mm -hmm. I could care less because I'm, like... Literally, taking the high road has been a mantra since I was, like, small. But what I would say is if you come from my family... Yeah. Like... My dog. My (laughs) kid (laughs) or my parents. Like, you will see a side of me that (laughs) you don't want to see. So, um, if somebody doesn't have good intentions for me, I think I would just remove myself. Yeah, Yeah. I would just remove myself. Like, it's not... We, we've talked about this, like the energy piece, and if I feel like somebody doesn't have good energy around me, like I don't want them to suck my good energy, so like I just remove myself. Like it's just as easy as that. Yeah. Like, done. 10 seconds, baby. Killed it. Killed it, Kill the timer. A, Three, A, two, A.
1: one. New profila complete.
0: Complete!
1: Wait. What the hell did it say? I
0: don't know. It sounds like trying to give me gorilla. some like kind of bullshit ad or something. <laughs> well, we appreciate you so much and listening and coming through with these great questions. And uh, of course, we're open to answering them anytime. Yeah, and we uh, want to
1: hear more and also like make them fucking
0: juicier? like controversial, <laughs> juicy. wow you want to talk about something like deeper
1: i feel like those were great questions but i don't think we were
0: you heard here first morgan is challenging you right now (laughs) for a deeper (laughs) question thank you so much for tuning in and we cannot wait to catch up with you with driven women unfiltered peace out